This is the punt return with Woot and Y. And it's all proudly brought to you by Reading the Play. The place to go for the winning edge. Welcome. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, well rehearsed intro yeah. there. <laughs> you think after six weeks of Far the season out. and how many episodes? Nearly 300? Nearly a thousand, it feels like. <laughs> anyway. Actually, over 300. <laughs> how you going, buddy? Far out. Good. What are you far um, outing right now? No, just how bad the intro was. Yeah, like we look into each other's eyes. We know we can. It's not like one of us isn't here. We're (laughs) right next to each other. We both inhale, ready to start talking, and then it was yeah, just great. (laughs) Last week, uh, not not too bad. Uh, Four out of six from us. Mm -hmm. Uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, back on the underdog. uh, Had two weeks off. (laughs) Yeah, you did. Luckily, I filled in for one of those weeks with Philly again. Um, mm. So the book, the bookmakers loving Philly now. Uh, they're the now the favourite to uh, to win the NFC yeah, and represent the NFC as, in the Super Bowl. Not as valuable anymore, but uh, yeah, I mean, I hope the bookies are right. Yep, oh, for you, for you, I do. I uh, I think it'll be fun. I but, don't think the Eagles are. Besides, uh, against fans of the NFC East, they're not. Too offensive of a team to no. anyone. I don't think. Yeah, you don't have too many characters that are, you know, getting under people's skin. No, not not too many. Not too many demons. No, Gen- like most of them are good news stories, like uh, Connor Barwin recently and Chris Long and Malcolm Jenkins and things like that. John Darambos. Yeah, all, yeah. all the all the happy stories. Yep. So uh, we went four out of six last week. We went two out of two in our underdog picks. So uh, you've got you've now got a. Four and two record in picking underdogs, and I'm three and three in picking underdogs. Pretty, pretty good when you're picking outsiders. Um, but it was a, b- a big week for outsiders in week seven. So a lot of the public lost. Uh, sorry, in week six. Sorry, a lot of the punters lost lost their dosh on um some heavy favorites. Um, losing outright. Uh, I tipped Atlanta minus eleven and a half, and they lost outright. But uh, we managed to uh to clean up on Philly plus three and a half under forty and a half for the. Giants and Denver game, and I uh, correctly tipped Pittsburgh plus four and a half, and I also mentioned that they might win outright as well, and that that happens. So let's look at week seven and start us off. Woot, what, what's 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 on your radar? Should we start with the one that we both have, or should we? Uh... Yeah, why not, mate? All right. Why so not? we both find value, and we like the matchup, and we like everything about it. Kansas City minus three traveling to Oakland, who. We didn't buy into the hype before the season started. Um, we didn't say they were going to be bad. We just didn't think Oakland were going to be as hot as everyone else was seemingly making out they were. Yep. Um, but it's obvious now that they're not as good as the hype. No, and they're, they're struggling. And Amara yep. Kubert doesn't look like who most people projected him to be after having a, a, a quite a good season for the last two years. Yep. Still not like I still don't think he's done or anything like oh, that. No, he's we're still sticking a fork in him. Yeah, I just think maybe he's just having some confidence issues at the moment. Like he's still, still only twenty three years old, which is crazy. So young. Him and Gurley were so young as rookies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but this is this is a you know a get right game for Kansas. I think their their bogey team Pittsburgh. It's 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 done now. They've they've it's just out of their way. They had the loss that they probably needed. It's better to get that off your back early um, rather than what we saw with, uh, say, Carolina um, 
a few seasons back or a couple of seasons back now, getting it you know later on in the year. I think now is a is a good time to like bounce back and beat this Oakland team in a good spot that's struggling that doesn't seem to know how to run the ball. Yeah, and I feel like this would be nearly a touchdown if if the Chiefs won against the Steelers. Um, so look, the Steelers are a tough defense. You know they're they're one of the better defenses in the NFL. They're they're a top five defense in DVOA. Now they f- face an Oakland team that's twenty eighth ranked in DVOA, and they're also uh, number 30 in offense with only 278 yards per game. So the offensive line's struggling, and a lot of teams are taking advantage of Oakland recently, and I, I expect the Chiefs to do that after you know after a loss. I think they'll bounce back. Um, you know, they l- did look bad against the Steelers, but as we said, the Steelers are kind of the Chiefs' bogey team at this point, and I think uh, I definitely think the Chiefs will cover and, and win comfortably in this game. Although in saying that, could you see Oakland when the chips are down? Could you see Derek Carr pulling out a vintage performance? I still, though, always think back to when he played the Chiefs primetime last time. It was one of his worst ever games as a starter. Carr in primetime hasn't generally been no, very good. When's that narrative going to start? Everyone's been throwing Andy Dalton under the bus for that. Derek Carr, sneaky, sneaky Dal- Dalton is. crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, yeah, I agree. He's not getting, I think, until Dalton... As <laughs> a good game, Carl's still in shadow. Yeah. Come on, Dalton, pass the torch. Come on, mate, you got to do it for us. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, to be honest, I struggle to see it. I don't think mm. Carr's still a hundred percent, and you know, there's that aspect of it. You just lay the field goal. Yeah, it's yeah. I think it'll go up. Um, I can't believe it opened under a field goal. Um, so I'm expecting it to continue to move. Uh, as we get closer to game time. So yeah, why that? Why that lines at three? Give it a strike. Um, I'll move on to my next play. I really like Minnesota minus five and a half at home against the Baltimore Ravens, who needed two special teams touchdowns and crazy ones at that. Bobby Rainey's was unbelievably bizarre. Uh, tackled by his own player in between two defenders, got up and ran for you a score. That was a training ground move. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Um, they re- they required that just to go to overtime uh, to lose to the Bears. Now they travel to Minnesota, who are really good at home. Um, they've been really strong at home over the last uh, over the last few few games, especially since they've got the new stadium. Uh, and I think uh, they'll win comfortably. Their defense is really strong. I I just fail to see how Flacco, who's been struggling big time, can get it moving against this this Minnesota defense that swarms Anthony Barr. Uh, Everson Griffin, Harrison Smith, they're all been so, so strong, and I just think they'll they'll get the adequate pressure on, on Joe Flacco, uh, missing Marshall Yander and, and a few linemen, and uh, I think they, they're well and truly the best unit in this game and should take over. Yeah. Um, Minnesota also, uh, their de- defense on third down is terrific, and Baltimore have... One of the worst uh, third down conversion rates throughout the season so far. They they just really really struggle on third down, and going up against a team who it seems like their specialty is just stopping teams on third down. Yep, it's a nightmare from hell for Baltimore. It is. You know the Ravens are bottom of the pack in yards per play and on offense, and the Vikings' defense is near the top. So it's just too big a discrepancy there for it to be under a touchdown. Yep. Second play for you, buddy. Um. Call it a, just a gut feeling, but, uh, you know, another game back for Mariota going up against these Cleveland Browns. Tennessee at minus five and a half, laying one touchdown or two field goals to Cleveland. 
I really like. Cleveland are just struggling all around. They're just struggling to find who they are. Now there's uh, rumors coming out about, you know, potential, uh, you know, front office hunts and things like that. that Mass exodus again. Yeah, and just, you know, there's it's just not a great place to be. Um, yeah, I, to be honest, Tennessee just look like they... They need, they're going to slowly get back on a roll. Hopefully, that to where we projected them to be later on in the year. Um, the whole AFC South is just a bit confusing. It yeah. really is. Well, the Colts had that 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 lead, and they would have been the top of the division with the backup quarterback. Isn't that insane? Yeah, that's it's a it's a just a crazy scenario to be in. But yeah, yeah. it's Mariota didn't look a hundred percent because he went down. He he managed to break out and then. You thought, oh, this Mariota would run this for a first down easily, but he actually just slid for a one-yard loss. But yeah. even then, like he he was still good enough in the pocket without his mobility and his arm to hit Taylor Taylor deep and take over that game. And I think, yeah, I think that's can... what partially I partially feel that's built into the price at minus five and a half. That yep. you know they're not sure how Mariota's going to be come game time and things like that. But yeah, I like them. I, I, the, the the defense needs to step up a little bit. Yep. It seemed they're, they're not the unit that we thought they were going to be, but um, it's, it's six points. Have Cleveland even named a starter yet? Is, are they going back to Kaiser or are they sticking with Kevin Hogan? Like, who knows? But this kind of thing just adds disruption to a team anyway. So it's yep. just, yeah. Does, it doesn't affect what I feel about, you know, it's not like if, oh, wait, if Kaiser starts, don't no. bet Tennessee. It doesn't, it's regardless. I do have concerns about Tennessee's defense, but at the same time, it's... The Cleveland offense is just a mess right now, and you're right. Tennessee eleven and four against the spread in their last fifteen games. So uh, trends all pointing towards uh, Tennessee in that one. All right, a good trend. Yeah, my final play is going to go back to Atlanta after they let me down massively last week. Uh, up seventeen nil. There's something with Atlanta and failing to run the ball when they're ahead. Um, and maybe this loss will teach them a lesson again as they head to New England to seek revenge after failing to run out the clock and, and should have beaten New England in the Super Bowl, um, you know, failing to run and, and correctly, you know, make the right calls. But I think they they are probably a better team than New England right now. I think New England's offense is the best in the NFL. Um, but the secondary of New England and the defense, they've allowed 300 yards to every quarterback. Josh McCown threw for 354 and two yards, at uh, two yards, two touchdowns against them last week, two yards. That, so 356. <laughs> Jay Cutler splits. He, he threw 92 and then 151. Two, maybe, but Josh McCowan torched them. I can see Atlanta doing the same, and I think getting over, over a field goal uh, for this game, they did dominate them for three quarters in the Super Bowl and then obviously didn't run out the clock, as I've said, so... Uh, yeah, it's definitely a, a risk, a risky one, a tricky one, but I think it's the game of the week. Obviously, it's going to be a good one. It takes some testicular fortitude to bet on this game. It does. And I have, I can't understand either team right now. <laughs> yeah, they're both weird. I just, I just don't like it. I don't. I think... will watch it as a neutral. Yeah. So they, they haven't. The Pats haven't come close to covering a home game yet. Which is weird because you, you just normally think of them as such a like a strong fortress there in terms of covering. But 
I don't know. I, I just think the difference between these two teams isn't three and a half points right now. Um, Atlanta are struggling offensively, offensively, but their defense is still still pretty good. Um, and I think that they can be enough here to keep them in this game, and then obviously they can score points on offense. They just need to get Tevin Coleman involved more, give, give the guy more touches, and I think uh, they can hang on in this one. So I had the fortitude to pick the Steelers last week, and I'm doing the same with Atlanta here. So I much prefer... Taking Atlanta with points rather than minus eleven and a half. All right, I like it. Yep. Um. All right, mine. I'm taking my sorry, my last one. New Orleans minus five and a half at Green Bay. Yes, we all know that Rogers is out um, for the foreseeable future with a broken collarbone. I am riding off the Brett Hundley uh, three interception. Wow. Just throwing him under the bus. I'm riding it off. I oh, think. you're riding it off. <laughs> sorry, I thought you meant you're riding off the Packers with Hundley. No, good. um, good. I was about to destroy you. Uh, anyway, I'm no, glad. I was. I'm glad. I was saying that I'm writing that off, but still, um, Green Bay's pass rush is one of the worst in the NFL, yeah. and they're going up against this defensive line of New Orleans, which just it's cool. one of their strengths. They've, well, they got uh, they got their left tackle back, Max Unger's back, Terran Armstead is the guy I was thinking of. Like first game back last week, so. Yeah, yep. and only three teams have had fewer sacks than Green Bay. This just, I think it's going to be, you know, a tough, um, it's, it's not a, yeah, it's it's going to be a tough start for Hundley to get on a, a roll up against a New Orleans team whose defense has come leaps and bounds mm. in recent weeks, which is just it's bizarre. Been, it's been a shock. They just, they just took their foot off the gas last week against the Lions, who they were up like 40 to 10 or something. 45-10 with 11 minutes left in the Ridiculous, third. Ridiculous, right? And then they, <laughs> they, they <laughs> nearly, nearly lost it. I don't know how they, it would have been the biggest comeback of all time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but they, they had it. They had it in the bag for yeah. a long, long, long time. It shouldn't have been that close. The Saints look good. The yep. Saints really look good. They've got, they seem to have understood their running game since they got rid of Peterson. The offense is firing, and they don't even need yep. to use Willie Sneed and Mike Thomas. It's just well, well, they covered with Drew Brees not throwing two hundred yards. All right, week. yeah. So, so, so <laughs> New Orleans, which this by the way, super frustrating for my bet as well last week. I had the under, and then there was what was their ninety point score? So yeah. it was stupid. <laughs> At least you lost early. You can just enjoy the rest of the game. All right, that's, I'm sick of betting unders where I get beat that. I've, <laughs> I bet three unders. Oh, oh, doesn't matter. Anyway. Unders all day for me. Unders all day. <laughs> the uh, Anyway, it was under 50. New Orleans got that by themselves. Yep. That's twice that's happened. We did that uh, under 40 and a half LA San Fran game. Yeah, it was 90 points of the game or whatever it was. Frustrating. Anyway. Oh, well. Let's focus on the wins. We're doing very well. We're, yes, we're we 21 are. and 14. It's far more green than red. Yep. Um, yes, but New Orleans, I can just see putting up points against this Green Bay defense as well. So I just, I can't see Green Bay getting anywhere near the amount of points to just be able to cover that um, that's that five and a half spread. New Orleans defense looks really good. Yeah, gr- you- to to lose this bet, you're, you're banking on Green Bay stepping up defensively and containing New Orleans to to under maybe 24 points, something like that, and then that's how they'd cover. But you know, New Orleans at the same time they're they're now a top 15 defense in terms of DVOA. It's like when was the last time New Orleans were in the 20s in the DVOA defense, let alone the teens? This is ridiculous. Crawley, Marshawn Lattimore, baby, your boy, it's oh, killing it. Good. All right, uh, underdog this week. Who do you uh, who do you like? Oh, you lead me off because I'm I'm indifferent. Okay, I 
I'm tempted to just double down with with Atlanta, um, given I, t- I like them plus three and a half. But scaling around here and looking at the slate, it's a little bit tricky to find one. So I think I will. Oh man, it's the worst week. I think so. There's not a, there's not too many. Is there something else we can do? Is there an I'm underdog? Sure if, if you want to go with a double or something, you can as well. But I'm going to go Atlanta. Um, at where are we? They're two dollars sixty. Um, lock me in for Atlanta this week. Um, if you want to go down Atlanta, I can change to someone else. But I'm looking at it later. Um, you asked me to lead off, so. <laughs> you snooze, you lose, baby. <laughs> um, no, look at. To be honest, I would just look at the what's the closest game, and the closest game is the the uh, Denver Chargers game. If I had to pick, I would pick the Chargers to win. But for the sake of going an underdog, yep, the Broncos might win. Okay, you're gonna go with the Broncos. I am. Last time you went against the Chargers, it, uh, it as an underdog, it worked. So there we go. You might strike gold yet again. All right, let's uh, let's get uh, Mr. NFL from reading the play on the line and uh, find out uh, what his bet for Week 7 is. All right, as you know, we are sponsored by Reading the Play in the Punt Return, and Mr. NFL from Reading the Play joins us. Please head to readingtheplay.com. Check out their full range of NFL and college football subscriptions there. So you get uh, double the action there, the college football and the NFL but we're talking purely NFL here with Mr. NFL, of course. Uh, welcome back, buddy. Yeah, good to be back. Sorry I let the team down this week. Um, missed out on the, the Washington team. Uh, they did have a lead at one stage, and you know I thought they would run away with it, but I uh, came back to the pack. Yeah, they sort of fell asleep at the wheel there and let uh, Kyle Shanahan work his way back into that game. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they did establish a you know double digit seventeen point lead early, and yeah, it was a bit disappointing for them not to follow through in the end. Yeah, well, I I tipped Atlanta minus eleven, and they blew a seventeen point lead, so uh, can drown our sorrows together, mate. Meanwhile, we strength and strength last week, two out of three. That's all I do. <laughs> yeah, well done, very well done. You uh, I, uh, you went against my Philadelphia Eagles. Lesson learned. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> on the uh, on the Thursday night game. Yes, yeah. I did. Um, yeah, it, it was a, it was a game. It was actually a, a very tight game as far as statistically matchup. But um, the Eagles did really well, and I noticed that the difference was in, in their rushing day. They were amazing, and, and and gave the Panthers really no option but to go to Cam the run. And, and geez, he took a beating uh, during the game, and you know he tried to do everything on his own and. Uh, you know, you can't have a one-dimensional attack these days in the NFL. You really got to have a couple of weapons, two or three weapons. Yep, yep. Definitely. Broke it down pretty simply there. That's yeah, it's good. Much... It was a good game though. Nah, so it was. It was. What's your uh, What's your play in uh, week seven? What have you got for us? Yeah, re- really had a good look over the the offerings this week, and uh, I, I penciled in about three or four plays. But one that really stood for me this week was the LA Chargers. Um, I, I really feel like the minus one and a half is nowhere near enough and it's a good matchup with them against the Broncos this week. The Broncos um, coming off a couple of key injuries there to Simeon. I'm not sure whether he will play. Um, you know, it's a shoulder injury, not that he's throwing shoulder, but uh, a similar injury he had to last season and, you know, really didn't perform very well. Um, 
whilst he had that injury of some of the worst performances put together last year whilst he was nursing that injury. Um, Chargers, it's a revenge spot for them too after losing the Broncos at mile high in week one. And, you know, I feel like a, a divisional game and, you know, they've got everything to play for. And it is a, a huge game for that division. Um, Denver's second road game of the year, they, they lost the other one. And, you know, I, I think the Chargers overall have had a tougher schedule. Um, uh, yeah, I really think they've turned the corner to the Chargers. The last three weeks have been pretty impressive, you know, two away wins. And, um, and a close loss to your, uh, flying eagles there. And, you know, a couple of three weeks ago back in, uh, um, very, very tight loss at home with the Chargers had to the Eagles. So the form, form is good. I, I like it. And statistically, you know, there are advantages on either side. The Broncos run the ball really well. And then both offensively, defensively, um, they have an advantage on the ground. And whereas the Chargers in the air, clearly have advantages over the, over the Broncos. But I just really feel like it's an excellent spot for Chargers this week. And, you know, many with an injury hit Broncos and, you know, after a bad loss against the Giants, I really think the Chargers are, are, are going to cover. I just said how simply you put something else and then how thoroughly you, yeah. <laughs> you just uh, went through your one pick. I like it. I, I, I'd have to concur with that pick. Why? Yeah, I agree. Look, uh, you know, I love DVOA, and they're 15th on offense and 17th on defense, the thing that's let them down special teams, where they ranked dead last, and part of that loss to Mile High was special teams. So, Young Way Co., no longer with the Chargers, missed those kicks. So, you know, if things sort of went a different way, we'd be talking about a 4-2 and two Chargers team, not a 2-4 and four Chargers team. And I think, I still think they have an outside chance of sneaking into the playoffs, and a win to Denver here would uh, certainly put them in the right track there um and i i like it especially with no emmanuel sanders as well and the and the concerns about Simeon's shoulder so uh i'm definitely a fan of of that play uh i was i was thinking you're going to go totals because you went uh you being sort of going total and then a line yeah spread. so it's it's good that you you well, bucked the you trend know, it was it was really funny this week i was looking over the the, the schedule and then you know the totals actually let weren't it. even on the radar this week. You know, the, the the titles are pretty pretty accurate. You know, I like a lot of sides this week. And, you know, if uh, when the guys come and sign up for reading the play, you'll see that we'll have a lot of uh, sides to choose from. And, you know, I, I think the totals, um, the, the boogies seem to get them right, you know, uh, more so than not, you know. And, and, you know, it's a bit, it's a strange game in a village. You can see last week, you know, there's a, a lot of late swings and a lot of um, late, um, Points scored, so you know it's it's a, it's a tough tough business for totals. Yeah, yeah, it's it's also a uh, it's just a, a lot more fun backing a team than a total. It's just yeah. Look, I like betting on unders, but it's not it's not fun. That would to... definitely be the least fun <laughs> to bet on. Yeah, cheering, I don't want any mi- points. Cheering on score. missed field goals is very fun, <laughs> like I did um, in the Denver game. But you're right, the totals are spot on this week. Like. We we didn't have totals in any of our plays this week, so uh There you go, yeah. All right, Josh. Uh what we're gonna we always multi these. Uh, we've hit on two multis this year, so it's good ROI here with Mr. NFL. So the first leg obviously the Chargers minus one and a half versus Denver. What's what's your leg going to be, Woot? My leg uh will be Kansas City minus three at Oakland. Alright, so we've got Kansas City, so you're uh jumping in early, so if it doesn't doesn't hit, you can re we can reload the multi with another play. Um, 
sort of, you know, from our other selection. I'm going to go with uh, Minnesota minus five and a half versus Baltimore. Uh, as I said earlier, I'm shocked at, that this line is under a touchdown. Um, so if you combine all three of those on William Hill, dollar ninety-one lines, you're getting about seven dollars, six dollars ninety-seven uh, there for you if you want to uh, multi Mister NFL selections in with our best bets, and uh, you can try a little three-legger, three-team teaser as they call it in the states um, with uh, reading the play. Really like the selections, fellas. You know, I think I think that there are some excellent. Um, you, you picked it well. You know. I, like I said, I went over the program, you know, uh, today and yesterday, and, and they were a couple of the other games that did stand out. So I really like it. Really feel confident in this uh, multi this week. Yep. Hopefully we can get back to winning ways. Yep. We're due. We're due another multi hitting. Uh, before we let you go, uh, anything for us from uh, any news or uh, stuff you want to plug from reading the play? Yeah, for sure, fellas. Look, the, the, the subscription options are still available, and, you know, come and check it out on the website. There's, there are excellent uh, one- or five-week packages just to check us out and see what we're about, and or you can jump in for the excellent value, 10-week season pass options. Um, and like you mentioned earlier, Josh, you, you not only get the NFL, but you get the college as well. So it's an all-in-one package, and, you know, some excellent value there for a lot of good selections. Um, so those that join us at... Uh, Reading the play, we'll have some full list of plays with breakdowns online over the weekend. So I encourage the Wooten Y minions to visit the website, subscribe, and have some fun. Is that a a repeat? It is a repeat. Oh, you're running out of material. Oh, it is. It is tough. You're Will Anderson. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. No, that's great, Mr. NFL. I love it. Uh, We look forward to. Seeing the rest of your tips, uh, we love uh, we love getting the, the the texts and uh, and all the uh, reading the articles and your breakdowns, and uh, we'll see how we go in week seven. Despite some uh, tough weeks for the public, still manage managing to keep our head above water, and that's that's all that matters. Um, and we're having fun along the way, so uh, please check out readingtheplay.com dot com and Mister NFL. We look forward to speaking to you next week. Thanks, fellas. Has been the punt return. Don't forget to check out readingtheplay.com to get the winning edge on all sports and racing. You can also check out all bets mentioned on today's podcast online at wootenwide.com. And make sure to follow each of the boys on Twitter at This Is Woot and at JYNFL. Or you can follow the podcast at Wootenwide. And as always, gamble responsibly.